Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Thursday Thoughts. I hope this podcast finds you well. I hope you're all having a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Uh, for starters, I want to apologize uh, that my my voice is going to be a little faint, maybe a little bit low. Uh, I've been battling this congestion for the past <laughs> three or four days, um, but I wasn't going to let it stop me from trying to uh, get this episode out there for everybody, so y'all just get a chance to hear me with a super deep voice. <laughs> um, well, not super deep, I guess, but anyway, I just wanted to let y'all know if I sound funny, that's why, but besides that, let's get started. So again, this season of Thursday Thoughts, we're talking about discipleship and what it means to be a disciple. And so today I want to talk about is how a disciple is always ready. Um, now, obviously, we know what Jesus says, you know, about how the kingdom of heaven, you know, will come, you know, the son of man will return like a thief in the night, right? So obviously we always need to be ready for the judgment day, but that's not what I'm talking about today. But yes, we do always need to be ready for the judgment day and for when the Lord comes back, which is why we need to live the way we're supposed to and be faithful and obedient to Christ. But today I want us to talk about always being ready to talk about your faith, always being ready to share the gospel. Always being ready to share the good news with somebody, wherever you are. Give a defense for the faith that is in you. And now, the passage I think of first, whenever I think of this, is in 1 Peter chapter 3. Uh, Peter is writing about, you know, suffering, and like, you know, if you suffer for what is good, um, you know, suffering for something that is good. Uh, starting in verse 13, 1 Peter chapter 3, Peter writes, Now who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a, for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. Do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. Uh, for Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in flesh, but made alive in spirit, in which he went and proclaimed, to the spirits in prison because they formerly did not obey when God's patience waited in the days of Noah. While the ark was being prepared in which a few, that is, eight persons were brought safely through water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of angels, with Jesus authorities and powers having been subjected to him. So Peter 
Peter is telling his audience that even if you suffer for righteousness' sake, it's better to do good than to do evil because Christ also suffered, right? The righteous suffered for the unrighteous, and he talks about that, and he kind of gives this analogy, this comparison between Noah and going to the people of Nineveh and how, you know, the water, uh, he brought them, you know, the ark brought eight people safely through water and baptism, which now corresponds to this baptism, is now what saves us, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So in a way, Peter's giving them um, a way to make a defense for their faith about how the righteous suffer for the unrighteous. Because whenever you do good to people, even when they're doing bad to you, that makes them think, that makes them stop and second-guess themselves. And that's what Peter means by, you know, when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. That's why Jesus tells you to turn the other cheek, because whenever you don't respond with aggression and retaliation, it shows that you're the bigger person. You are the, you know, you have more self-control, more self-discipline, and it really shows that you're the one who's not in the wrong. But now, anyway, I digress. Let's jump into always being prepared, always being prepared. So specifically what I want to look at is uh, verses 15 through 16. Peter you know, says, But in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. The question is, are you always ready to give a defense for the hope that is in you? Now, this doesn't necessarily mean an argument. This doesn't mean, you know, oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to I'm ready to tell someone all about my faith. I'm ready to, you know, and argue with them. I'm ready to go and tell them about why why I have my faith. I don't think I don't necessarily think that's what Peter means. Because he talks about doing it with gentleness and respect talking to people kindly, being gentle and respectful to them, and just giving people a reason for the hope that is in you. It's not necessarily a full laid out argument, but what is the reason of the hope that is in you? And it needs to be a good scriptural reason, which is why I think Peter mentions what he mentions after it about, you know, he relates Noah and the ark to Christ and what he did for us and how baptism now corresponds to that and saves us. Because so what's the reason for the hope that's in us? Well, Peter gives us the answer here. Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh that we may, but made alive in spirit. And now because of that, we have the same chance. Peter gives us the answer. What's the reason for the hope that is in us? Well, because Jesus died for me. The righteous died for the unrighteous and gave me a chance. And so that's how we always be prepared to give a defense for a reason for the hope that is in us, but doing it with gentleness and respect. A disciple's always prepared to do that. And it happens at any point, wherever you are. I think of in Acts chapter 8. <clears throat> in Acts chapter 8. Um, 
the an angel of the Lord said to Philip, you know, to rise and go toward the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert, a desert place, a desert place. I was right. And he rose and went. And there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship. And so most of us know the story here in Acts 8 in the Ethiopian eunuch, right? Philip runs over to, you know, the spirit said to Philip, you know, to go over and join the chariot. So Philip ran over and said, do you understand what you're reading? And the eunuch's like, you know, how can I unless someone guides me? And it turns out uh, the passage they were reading was from Isaiah. Um, and the, the eunuch asks Philip, you know, who does this prophet say about himself or someone else? Then Philip began teaching him the the Peter began Peter. Philip began preaching and teaching the eunuch Jesus from this passage. And we know how the story goes. They were going along the road and they came to some water and the eunuch said, See here is some water. What prevents me from being baptized? And then Philip and the eunuch both got down in the water and Philip baptized him. And so I share this story because always be prepared to give a defense or a reason for the hope that is in you. Always be prepared, as Peter was saying. And this is a great example. So yeah, of course, you know, an angel of the Lord told Philip to go and head this way. So there was some, some super divine intervention going on. But God still works in our lives today and gives us the opportunity to tell people about the good news, to tell people about the hope that is in us. And a true disciple, a real disciple, will take that opportunity. And so Philip's just walking down this road, you know, because he was told to. He's going to Jerusalem, this road that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. And you know what's funny? Is we're commanded to go too. Philip was commanded to go on this road and walk and be on this road. Jesus commanded us to go into all the world and proclaim the good news and spread the good news, teaching everyone to um, believe in him, go into all the world. Tell all creation about the good news, right? And command them that they need to be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Great Commission. And so we have a command just like Philip did. And Philip did his command. He went and walked down this road, and the Spirit kind of enticed him to go talk to this guy. And, you know, just he used what was around him. He asked, you know, hey, what are you reading? And then used what. The man was reading, the Ethiopian eunuch, used what he was reading to teach Christ. And as disciples, we have to be the same. Always be prepared, even like Philip. Even when we're going about our daily lives, whether we're going to the gym to work out, whether we're going on a run and we see someone on the street, whether we're at work, whether we're at the store. and we can. And, but the thing is, just when we see someone and they have these questions and they're wanting more, and we can notice that. Being a disciple of Christ means we step in and we use that opportunity to teach and to inform people about the good news. The question is, are we? Are we always ready to give a defense for or a reason for the hope that is in us? And do we do it with gentleness and respect? Not coming off on them as like, you know, you don't go to church, um, you know, so you're not in a good place right now. Um, you know, and coming off all negative and aggressive like that. That's not how Peter informs us to do it do it with gentleness and respect 
We need to go about it in a way that's loving and that's kind and that invites people to Christ. We need to show people God's love even when they're still sinners because God did it for us by Jesus dying for us and that's the reason for the hope that's in us. And so we always need to be ready in season and out of season as other scripture as another scripture says. So we need to always be ready to give a reason for the hope that is in us. Just like Philip in the Ethiopian eunuch, just like Philip was prepared to give a reason and to preach Christ and to tell about Christ to this eunuch, we need to be the same. If we're going to call ourselves disciples of Jesus, we need to be prepared and we need to be ready. That doesn't mean you have to know every verse in the Bible. That doesn't mean you need to know where every book is in order. But it means you need to know enough about the Bible and enough about Christ to preach it and to tell it. And the question is, are we? Are we doing this as disciples of Christ? So that's our Thursday thought for today. Um, Before we conclude, uh, (coughs) excuse me, I'd like to say a prayer. Uh, For us, and I also just think of the world right now, you know, most of us are acknowledging what's going on in Ukraine, between Russia and Ukraine, and other folks involved, and and there are other areas of the world where people in general, but also people of the Lord's church, are in the line of fire for some violence and aggression. And I just want to take a moment to pray for their safety. (coughs) Excuse me. I want to take a moment to pray for their safety, uh, for the world's safety, and that we could, and that people would pursue peace and not conflict. Um, I know there was a, there's a man, uh, and I'm sure there's more, uh, but the church is in Ukraine. I know it is because the the college, I went to Heritage Christian University, and there's a an older an older gentleman who is a missionary evangelist named uh, Mark Posey. And he is in Ukraine right now. Um, I think he was on his way out, but he's been in Ukraine during this turmoil and these high tensions, still preaching the gospel. And the church there in Ukraine has still been meeting and worshiping. And that is encouraging. But it also makes me sad that they're having to go through this. And so I just want to take a moment to pray for the church's safety in Ukraine, for people's safety in Ukraine and Russia and that the church, and that the people would try to be peaceful and seek peace and not war. So, will you bow with me? Our Father in heaven, we thank you for this day and the blessings of it. Thank you for your Son, Jesus. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. God, I want to take a moment to pray for peace in the world. And God, I know that real peace only comes from you, God, and I pray that you would work in the leaders of all these nations and all these countries and that you would help them to pursue a peaceful path and not an aggressive, warlike one. God, that takes life. God, because I know how much you value life and how much we should value life. God, I pray that you be with the church in Ukraine as well as other places in the world that may be receiving violence. I pray that you be with them. You would keep them safe. Um, And as Peter was saying, you know, and if we suffer for righteousness' sake, it's nothing that, Jesus, Lord, that you didn't already go through. Help us to remember that. Help us to be who you call us to be. And Lord, just I pray that you would be with the world at this time. 
Help people to pursue love and peace and not hate and violence, God. Thank you so much for everything, Father. And we hope we ask this prayer in a manner that is pleasing to you. And it's in your son Jesus' name that we pray and ask all of these things. Amen. So guys, this wraps up our episode of Thursday Thoughts. Again, let's just be praying for the world and that people could love one another and pursue peace. And let's always remember to always give a reason for the hope that is in us, in season and out of season. God bless, guys.